This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's get to our guy Tony Mejia of Wager Talk to talk some MLB. Tony, how are you this evening? I'm doing great, PJ Quinton. How are you guys? Doing good, man. Doing good. Now, Tony, Chris Sale back on the mound tonight for the Red Sox making his season debut. Nathan Avaldi is also coming back, it sounds like, possibly Friday to start. The Red Sox are finally starting to get some help back in that pitching rotation. As of right now in that loaded AL East, do you think the Red Sox are the second best team right now behind the Yankees? Yeah, because the Blue Jays have been scuffling. Uh, so if the Red Sox get healthy, and I've been watching Sale, he looks smooth. He looks uh, sharp tonight. I didn't touch it because I, I mean, even though I, I, that would normally be a play for me because it's uh, Chris Sale making uh, his return in basically his hometown, like his backyard. I think he's from Lakeland, and they play in Tampa. Uh, and uh, so that would have been a play. But with with uh, Devers being in and out of the lineup due to his back issues, I just stayed away, and, and so far it's still scoreless. But yeah, certainly. The Red Sox have the potential uh, to be right there as the number two team behind the Yankees. Where they're going to run away with the division. The Rays lost Wander Franco. Um, the Orioles have shown promise, but are you know still last in that division in terms of overall depth. And uh, obviously, the Blue Jays are struggling. So yeah, I would say the Red Sox. And Tony, there there were some interesting lines tonight that I wanted to get your thoughts of Orioles and Cubs, which is getting ready to start right now. We know the O's have won eight straight, but they're an underdog tonight to the Cubs, who are one of the worst teams in baseball. And then you have Seattle, who has also won eight straight. They fly across the country and play the Nationals, and they're also underdogs. So what do you make of both this Mariners and the Orioles, who are riding eight-game win streaks, being underdogs tonight on the road to the Nats and the Cubs, who are two of the worst teams in baseball? Are you trusting Vegas and taking those underdogs, or you, do you like the Mariners and the O's to keep it rolling? Well, Lyles has remarkably been good this year. I mean, he's been a fade for the past few seasons, but he's been solid for the Orioles. And I don't trust Samson, despite the fact that his numbers are good. So out of those two, and I guess you can still get action in on the uh, on the Nats game because it, it hadn't started when I saw a few minutes ago, I guess, in Clement Weather. Uh, but I, I did agree with the Nationals being favored. So I, I would say the O's are a lot of dogs. I like the, the fact that, uh, Josiah Gray is on the mound. He's coming off a really strong start. He's a little inconsistent and young, but he's very talented. Uh, and, uh, you know, like you said, Mariners flying cross country. First game on the East Coast since June 2nd. So, uh, you know, they've been stuck out on the West Coast, either at home or playing, uh, you know, divisional games. So I did like that angle. And with Gray on the mound, I thought the Nats were, were a solid play, at least in the first five. Tony, uh, Welcome to the show. I, I know I haven't talked to you, but thanks for coming on, my brother. My Chick-fil-A order was taken so long. The lady was just sitting in front of I'm like, Come, can you get my food late? I'm trying to talk to Tony. Um, Tony, I got to ask you about this Dodgers team. So I haven't bet on the Dodgers in quite a long time because back when I was betting on them, they were just showing everyone that they're not completely together at the moment. I took a break. I come back today, and now they've won, what, 11 straight? They're looking for their 12th straight victory. Have you seen enough from this Dodgers team in this recent stretch of games to think 
personally that they are back to a level in which is sustainable and also gives you more confidence in backing a team that is one of the favorites to win it all moving forward. Now, are they hitting a stride or is this maybe a, a schedule thing? Well, no, it helps to have Mookie Betts back. Yeah. I mean, that certainly uh, keys the, the top of the order. And then uh, Justin Turner had been having a really you know, poor season by his standards, and he started to pick it up. Uh, you know, same thing with Max Muncy. Uh, Trey Turner's been the one constant, and then Freddie Freeman has gotten hot. So, I mean, that's a loaded lineup when ready. And, and obviously, you saw uh, Tony Gonsolin coming and stepping up the way he has. Kershaw looks like vintage Kershaw. Uh, Urias got rocked the other day, but he's had a decent season. So, I mean, they're still the team that I would expect to come out of the out of the West. Um, but yeah, certainly they they had their funk, and I think they're coming out of it now. Tony, let's talk a little all-star game. Both rosters are out for the American League and the National League. Who did you feel like was the biggest snub from the all-star game this season? Well, I, I thought Carlos Rodon should have been in there, and that, that's been rectified today. Um, so he, I mean, he, he started so well with uh, with San Francisco, and the strikeouts are there, the numbers are there. Uh, so now he's there. Uh, so that, that was my biggest snub. But, yeah, I mean, like a lot of these guys – uh, France and, and Seattle probably deserves to be there. We'll see if he gets uh, the nod, but uh, you know, certainly putting up nice numbers for a team that's uh, probably overachieving. We're joined now by Tony Maia of Wager Talk right now on the Roman guest line. Remember, you can check out our full conversation with Tony on the Bet MGM Tonight podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcast. Tony, I'm watching a few games tonight, and I don't know if you've already done this, but we have also some more baseball coming up later this evening. Are there any other games that interest you in the later slate of games? I've had my eyes on this Astros game against the Angels. Uh, that first pitch is at, what, 9.38 p.m. And also right. a little concerned, maybe, when I'm looking at the Padres-Rockies game, because last night I believe that game went under. We, of course, know what overs look like in that in that park. Now the, tonight's total is 10.5. I want to say that was lower than what it closed at yesterday. Um, anything later this evening that you're interested in betting? I do like the over in that Padres uh, Rockies game because Gomber's terrible at home, and uh, Mike Clevenger has been solid for the Padres over the last few starts. But they came against the the Mariners that were had a couple of guys out due to those suspensions, and then the Diamondbacks twice, and then Clevenger the last time he was at Coors lasted two innings. So I like that over. I don't like the fact T.J. Chrome is in the lineup. Because uh, that obviously hurts Colorado and, and their ability to to uh, you know, strike fast and with many runs. But Cronenworth has a great great uh, history against Gomber, four for ten. I think Machado's four for thirteen. So we'll ride with that. And uh, I know a lot of the sharps are on the Angels tonight. Maybe Otani and Trout will get some help from uh, Jared Walsh, who's seven for fourteen in his career uh, against uh, you know Valdez or not Valdez uh, Garcia. And so yeah, it's um, I, I think. Uh, the LA should be a live dog tonight, and obviously, uh, no Jordan Alvarez for Houston. Yeah, well, Quentin, we were previewing that game last night, and the Astros were like a minus 145, and mm-hmm. now they're a minus 125 now. Tony, let's talk about the Angels, though. I mean, what do you think they should do with Trout and Otani? It's the big discussion. If you were the GM of the Angels, would you seriously try and trade one of those two guys, if not both of them, and just totally reset the button on the angels or do you try and make it work and continue try and build around them? I mean, we, we have these conversations every year, right? Approaching the trade deadline. Uh, I don't think they're going anywhere. 
I guess Noah Syndergaard probably is. It's a good audition for him tonight against Houston. And then, uh, you know, somebody will, will come get him, a contender. And then when you see that happen, you know that the Angels are, again, you know, things have gone awry. And, you know, they obviously wouldn't have, nobody would have guessed that Joe Madden wouldn't have lasted the, the season by this point. So, yeah, it's, an, it's another wasted season uh, for Trout and Otani. Tony, before we get you out of here, of course, I'm a simple man. When I watch baseball, I want to see home runs. I just like it. Pete Alonso was looking for a three-peat in the home run derby. Now, I know a few names. I mean, the roster or the participants, rather, have been uh, released. you got Alonzo, Pujol, Schwarber, Acuna Jr., my favorite Juan Soto. Don't ever leave us, Juan. Have you started handicapping this, uh, this uh, home run derby? I know it starts, what is it, Monday, July 18th? Which is right around the corner. That's next week. Have you started um, maybe handicapping that? And also, if not, just off of the names that you currently see, who would you maybe bank on surprising some people uh, on Monday? Well, I mean, Soto is always going to be there, I think. And obviously, you you, you you hit it on the head with Pete, Pete Alonso going for the three-peat. I guess Schwarber with his season is uh, is a worth a look. But I, my only handicap of the home run derby is I'll take a shot with somebody for a big payday mm-hmm. as opposed to chalk. So, you know what I want to see? I want to see if the Rook, Julio Rodriguez, decides to participate, and then I will hop on his bandwagon. Yeah, uh, I think he, he's going to have a, a, a big, uh, a bigger showcase. If you haven't seen that kid yet, you know, for baseball fans, he, he's uh, he's special. He is special. My my favorite thing to do is watch all the guys who go into the home run derby and, and last the longest and then fade them uh, for the, at least like the next two or three weeks. Uh, Cause I know you're, <laughs> yeah, you're, plan. You know, you're a little sore, my brother. I know you're trying to you're throwing your back out out there. Hugh, I saw a crazy stat that uh pool host actually is more home runs than all the contestants who are in the home run derby right now combined. That's sick. That's, That's crazy. Sick. That just means he's old. I that know. just means he's Tony, old. Tony, thank you so much for joining us, man. We appreciate all the insight. Enjoy the games tonight. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks Tony. Appreciate it, fellas. Thanks for having me.